0: Hello and welcome to the official Clutch Baseball podcast. I'm your host Matt, manager of the San Diego Armada. With me, I have my fellow Matt and fellow mod, Matt, manager of the Dingos. How's hey. it going?
1: Hey good, how are you Matt?
0: Um, you know, we're all kind of hanging in there at this point, right? Um, we've uh we had an extended uh, hiatus, I suppose we'll call it, and uh I don't know. Let's maybe just leave it at that and uh, talk about all the fun stuff that is happening now and in the future, right?
1: Yeah, let's. We're not. I'm not here to talk about the past. I believe that was uh, – was that Sosa or was that Palmero? One of the two said that. I'm not here to talk about the past. I'm here to talk about the future. Let's talk about the awesome, awesome sets, awesome league we got going on right now.
0: We do have both of those going on right now. Uh, first up, we are going to talk about the All-Star set that we announced recently – um, and we, it was kind of a throwback to a couple of years ago where we, uh, put out a list of players and, uh, everybody got to vote, uh, and decide who made the clutch all-star team. And, uh, there's some great names, um, batters, hitters, AL, NO. Um, and yeah, so what are you thinking of uh, the choices?
1: So, I mean, I, th- I think the, uh, the mods in general and the devs have, have been very impressed with the um, selections that people have given nor when you give anybody the chance to vote on the internet you run the chance of a Bodie McBoatface taking over and for anybody who has <laughs> no internet, there was a boat that needed to be named and it got voted Bodie McBoatface because the internet is awesome and terrible at the exact same time so luckily for us um, Bodie McBoatface did not happen and we got a lot of really fun cards and when we did this back in 2018 the 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 cool thing was, you know, never been done before, but the the issue we kind of had with the – especially the pitcher cards were they're all kind of 18 outs for the most part. They're all kind of the same thing. That is not the case for this set. There are wild cards out there, which we can we can get right into, Matt.
0: Yeah, I mean, I will be honest. We were very cynical going into the voting, and uh, we set it up in a way where, um, you know, the people that got voted in, the you know, The players that people wanted to use and uh, got voted in would get voted in. Uh, But then we also gave ourselves a little uh, backup plan of leaving a few slots for us to choose if um, some guys, you know, who we felt should get in, didn't get in. Um, But yeah, I mean, surprisingly, there was no uh, major omissions. So we're very excited. Um, I think we'll start with pitchers, talk about a few of them. Uh, Obviously, you know, the guy everyone's talking about this year on the mound uh, this is Jacob DeGrom. And at 840 point salary, he was one of the guys we were concerned people uh, wouldn't want in um, just because 840 salary is not the best value. However, when you get eight commands and 19 outs and a K zone of one to 10, um, that's a good card.
1: Uh, yeah, definitely. It's like, hey, Dallin Batanzas, uh, do you want to pitch six innings instead of one? Okay, here you go. This is what you would do. Like, what a fantastic card. Like, that's a lot of points, but holy moly, man. That card, uh, I'm glad it's not eligible for high heat. Let's just say that because I would, I would run into it and it would not be fun.
0: Yeah, and um, he, before the cutoff for stats, um, at one point he was, uh, had seven innings, uh, where now his final card is six innings, which put him up in the 900 points. And yeah, that would have been a frightening to deal with. Um, On the AL side of things, um, I mean, the man of the year so far, uh, Shohei Otani, um, again, was kind of surprised. We had him listed separately as a hitter and a pitcher. Uh, His pitcher card, perhaps less exciting than his hitter card. But, um, and if you compare his pitcher card to the other pitchers that made the set, Not as impressive. However, I still think it's a very interesting card. 335 salary, three command, R plus one, only five innings, um, but one to nine out range, 18 outs on his chart. Um, What do you think about Otani as a pitcher?
1: Yeah, I mean, it's an interesting card. I I tend to go for higher command, but if I'm going to pick a card that has three base command for that point, like it has 18 outs, it doesn't allow a hit on his chart, which is nice for when – you roll great, and then you have a runner on second with two outs, and they happen to roll a 20. Well, hey, great. At least he doesn't score. Um, 25 plus homer, two is pretty nice. But, I mean, if you're going to roster that card, you're going to roster him as the DH, which might be getting ahead of ourselves. But the fact that now he is dual uh, not a dual-sided because we're not doing that because that's a nightmare to print, but we're doing a, um, a you dual- You will have these? Yeah, Duel have these so that now you can roster him as a pitcher, you can roster him as a DH, or you can say, let's do both. And they have both of those, which is really, really cool.
0: Yeah, and I also forgot to mention, too, all of these all-star cards do have the AS icon. Um, so with Otani, there's a few uh, strategy cards as a pitcher you could use on him, and the, 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 the AS icon actually is super useful for him. Um, yeah, so we'll jump over to you know Otani as a batter card. Um, again, like you said, we have them separate, so you can just use them as a DH or just use them as a pitcher, or we have a third uh, Otani card that has both on one card on the same side. Um, but his DH, uh, DH card, um, he is uh, 475 salary, uh, 10 on base, R plus um, two, and you know the back end of his chart is just as insane, insane as you'd expect. Uh, doubles at 12, uh, which might be a first in clutch history. And Homer's at 17, which is also a first.
1: Yeah, I mean, 17 plus Homer is the bread, like the, the coolest thing. Clutch has never done that. It was not really possible with previous to 2020 formulas. Um, it is possible, as you can see now with the uh, the revamp in 2020 and, and using the same formulas this year. Um, it's not easy to get. Um, You have to have the right combination of not great on base and a lot of power to do it. Um, There's not a lot of people that exist like that these days. Um, We found that, I guess, in the half season, though, that, you know, we actually have one, two, three, four. We got five of them in this set. So, Schwarber, Tatis, Buxton, Otani, and Salvador Perez. And so, if anybody giving him a hard time for being in the All-Star Game, a home run derby, um, well, you've been proven wrong by Clutch where
0: we get the 17 plus homer. Yeah, it was funny dichotomy of going from no 17 plus guys to then oh yeah, there's five of them in the set. Um however all of them are they're definitely well warranted if you look at the season they've been having. Uh so that'll be a fun uh new dynamic um as well. Uh looking through the rest of the batters, I mean, um who who are you liking, you know, who who do you think you might uh, roster when these become league eligible next league?
1: Well, I, I mean, that Byron Buxton card is absurd. He's 12 on base with righty plus two, uh, five outs, uh, 12 double as well, and 17 plus homer with his 18 speed and plus five in center field. Like, he plays 690 points, or 690 points. Like, yeah, he's great, and that is just a nutty card. There's a couple other really fun ones too. So, I was on Team Jesse Winker. So, as a Cardinals fan, he has torched us this year. He has hit I think he hit three homers in a game against us and he's hit homers and a bunch of them against us. Um his his 2020 card was all right, but you look at this one, it's a eleven on base, righty plus three. So he gets fourteen on base against right handed pitching with five outs. He doubles at fifteen, homers at eighteen. Um left left field plus one isn't great. You can get DH him, you can put him out there, whatever. But for four sixty like yeah, he's gonna cause problems and he's the one that I see out of this and I'm like, Yeah, I think he might he might be a dingo in the future. Um,
0: as a Padres fan, I am contractually obligated to mention that Fernando Tatis Jr. is in this set and his card is beautiful and perfect in every single way.
1: With all the Padres fans, I can't believe he got voted in. I mean you guys
0: yeah, I know. Are- it was it was Shock. Yeah. Um, he not quite on the level of Buxton, but I feel like he's pretty close. Um Shortstop, he saved some points. He's got two defense at shortstop, which, okay, sure. Uh, 505 salary, 10 on on base, R plus three, uh, 22 speed, five outs, doubles at 14, homers at 17. I look forward to rostering him next league.
1: (laughs) And you and all the other Padres fans, too. I mean, there's cool ones, too. Schwarber has 17 on base, and he's, you know, what? He's 17 uh, home run with a 415 salary. Uh, Chris Taylor can play all over the field and hits doubles like crazy with 12 on base and a little bit of speed. Uh, I mean, geez, there are just so many Cedric Mullins. I know is pretty good too. Like there, there are some fun cards. Like my,
0: one of my favorite things is Joey Gallo's batter's chart. And just looking at it, it's just this beautiful melody of just like absolute bizarreness. (laughs) <laughs> so his back chart is this: he he strikes out one or two, uh, he does not ground out, he flies out at three, he walks from four to seven, he singles from eight to sixteen, he doubles at seventeen, and he homers at eighteen. Like uh, it, I it, uh, I just you don't see that in clutch. It's it's fantastic.
1: Yeah, and that's at eleven on base. 370 points in right field plus 3. So you're like how does that work? Well, he's negative 3 clutch cuz that's what Joey Gallo's clutch card has always been. <laughs> uh, negative clutch and typically it's been high actually batters on uh, batters outs. He's shed or shed that recently. Um but yeah, it's a that's an interesting card too. Like you could put the right field's a weird position anyway in clutch. Um there's just some weird options there and it's hard to find somebody. I've always struggled to fill the corner outfield. Um, and so that's a, that's a fun card too. I agree. I'd like to go back to the pitchers though, because there are, we, we, I didn't mean to do this, but we went from Otani to that, but there are some guys out there.
0: Yeah. I mean, we haven't talked about any of the relief pitchers. So I feel like, you know, maybe we should talk about Jansen or Kimbrell. Um, Cause again, I guess, you know, talking about DeGrom earlier and his eight commands, uh, Jansen also has eight commands. Uh, 350 salary plus two clutch uh strike out one to seven um interestingly uh he does not he only has 17 outs on his chart which is a, a departure from most elite guys you see they have higher um commands like that and are that expensive usually they have you know 18 or 19 outs. he only has 17 outs single uh walks 18 to 19 single 20 to 25 and homers at 26 so that's an interesting card too.
1: Yeah, you said Cambrall, Kimbrel is six command left lefty plus 2 with 8 or 19 outs, which is crazy and he's 360 or I mean most people shy away from the big multi-inning relievers, but Ranger, I guess it's Ranger, Ranger, I don't know how to really say it, Suarez from Philadelphia. He is six command Righty plus two with two innings pitched at 465, and you're like, how can you spend that much on a on a reliever? And then you look, and he's got 18 outs, 19 to 20 walks, uh, one one X, 25 plus homer, doesn't allow a double. Like, okay, like you can trot this guy out there, and he can pitch, and he can pitch two innings and eight to nine done.
0: And okay. he has plus three clutch too.
1: Yeah, yeah, with relievers. And
0: Andy's a left handed pitcher so he gets his the his uh, command bonus against switchies switch hitters and right-handed batters as well
1: yeah i i do really like that on on my pitchers i look for that john means has it. he got voted in he, baltimore got two people voted in and they're terrible because they had some really good players mullins we talked about earlier john means is left a left-handed pitcher with a five command and righty plus one uh with 19 outs go six innings um he has one to two x, and then his back end is a twenty three plus homer, so that saves some points at five ninety. But I mean, that's a that's an interesting card there too. Um, but then you go down and you look. There are so many outs. Like I know that's a crazy thing to say, but like Barnes nineteen outs, Hendricks nineteen outs, uh, Steckenrider nineteen outs, Castillo seventeen, Ryu seventeen, Kimbrel's uh, nineteen. You know, you go Jansen seventeen, uh, Suarez. You go down like. Hand.
0: lots of 18s and 19s
1: for sure Yeah, lots of crazy charts which were, 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 were which are fun to have they're not so fun to face but yeah man this set has so many um it's a big enough sample where it's it doesn't feel weird but it's a small enough sample where it gets kind of you can go on a bit of a run and you can get a fun card um so i'm I'm really excited and i'm, I'm glad we voted we voted and we didn't really have to do anything uh, on the mod side, we we just pick the top people that everybody voted for. I think there might have yep. been an exception, yep. but, um,
0: no, uh, no collusion, no uh, vote tampering, none of that. So let me so for the all star set, um, we do not have a date, a release date for that yet. So keep your eyes out on social media and our Discord, uh, which you should join if you're not already a part of the Discord cord group. Uh, go to ClutchBaseball.com. Links to all of those places are there. Um, all-star set details. First thing is, uh, we're selling a, the base version of all the all-star cards, um, in a set. Um, so you can buy all the base cards in the set uh, together. Don't gotta worry about it. We are bringing back packs. Um, so for the all-star cards, we will have LE9 versions of all the cards. They are beautiful. Um, uh, they're my favorite design this year, I think. Um, nick did a great job on them and then uh, also in the set um, alongside the all-star cards we're also doing colorado legends in honor of the all-star game being in colorado and then also there will be hall of fame um, the hall of fame inductees uh, will get cards as well Um, both the the colorado and the hall of fame will have other le's as well so you can buy packs that's will have LEs in them as well. So if you want to uh, collect and trade and wheel and deal, we'll have those uh, available as well. So uh, I think this is gonna be kind of our big, big LE so far um, this season. Uh, so I'm very excited to see um, when uh, everyone can buy them and uh, start trading and uh, collecting them. We are uh, knee deep in high heat, 2021. Um, we're at least two or three games in. And, uh, I think we, uh, it'd be fun to do a little talking about teams and players and managers. Um, and yeah, so, so far, um, everything's gone according to plan. All the rosters are in. And, um, I think the biggest thing we've learned a couple games in the season is, um, not nearly enough of us studied the man- new managers and strategy cards <laughs> close enough before picking teams huh? Uh,
1: yeah, that's kind of been uh, the, I don't know if controversy is the right word, but the talk, you know, people trying to figure out um, strategy cards showed up, uh, people trying to figure out what to do with them, coaches showed up, uh, looking at you, Mabolo, um, And, you know, they're all there, and people trying to figure out just kind of how to balance them, how they work, um, if they can switch, whatever. But um, I think we've had um, the games have been close to start. So, with, you know, jumping the gun a little bit before talking about the teams, but the one thing we found from it's been a recurring theme for managers is that was a close game. That was a close game. That. This this was decided in the eighth. This was decided in the seventh. So it's a very competitive league. Um, I think we have a very um, balanced group of cards, group of players, group of everything into it. Where you know it's not like oh well, I can go into this game with a win. Like you know, there's really not anything like that. It's um it's it's pretty nice that um and also not nice as the manager because you're always. Like sweating and you don't have any breaks you can't rest your bullpen because you're always playing great you know great players great teams um and so yeah it's been um it's it's been just a whale to start just a great time um seeing all this stuff
0: yeah and obviously like die spot is gonna die spot but i felt at least for my game specifically that um i mean i'm one and two and the two games i lost it felt very much a, ooh, I kind of lost that game versus in years past. It seemed like the sentiment more was like, oh, well, I did everything I could and Dice Bot kind of failed me. So, um, yeah, I don't know if that's just a me thing, but I definitely noticed that this year where it's a lot, it feels a lot more like um, we've kind of, with the available stretch and manager cards that we've kind of smoothed uh, Dice Bot over a little bit to where, Um, you know good play can overcome some shenanigans
1: yeah I feel like towards the end of last year it got to be like just pray that your rolls are better like your power die rolls are 23s and your opponents are sevens or whatever like and now you have counters with the shift you know the card that lets you let them not roll a power die swing or you have managers like Lavallo or Hervatni or or any of them that they do, that they do have the um, the ability to counter what your opponent is doing so that it's not just all right it's the top of the fifth I have the top of my lineup coming up I'm gonna trot out Frank or I'm gonna trot out Albert and and um, I have Goodwood to go with it and it's gonna be a big inning I know I'm gonna score or if I don't then I know that I'm in trouble but now the opponent can counter that and it's not so much as you know, you'd sit there, I have the perfect play for this situation. Like, you may have it, but then your opponent, I think it's 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 been great. It's been uh, good to have that back in the clutch because we've been lacking it for a little bit.
0: Yeah, I would agree with that. Uh, interestingly, the top managers in each category, um, Lavolo, top manager, Bailey, the top uh, pitching coach, and Albert, the top hitting coach, and all three of those uh, are by far and away the most used version, um, but but I don't think using those three are necessarily you know uh, how, you know the correct way of doing it or the like the most optimal way. So that's fun. That's nice too. Where you know there's other cards that you can use that you know you still get good value out of. Um, and I think it's also kind of opened people's eyes to other possibilities. I mean, we had a huge discussion about uh, Volo um on discord the other day and um you know there was lots of people had a lot of opinions on him and i mean from the mod and dev side we're always looking to make sure you know the things we created are working how we wanted them to um but on the flip side too with him specifically it's um i think he just kind of changes the dynamic and like you said um it's just not it's no longer a matter of oh i gotta stop my order i'm throwing the kitchen sink at everything like you kind of have to be more um, aware of other, you know, tertiary things going on in the game and then, you know, reacting to that and playing your cards differently. Um, so it's it'll be a fun season. Um, and even, I mean, even let's we can talk about some of the rosters now, too. Um, there was quite a bit of player diversity, um, you know. There's a handful of guys, you know, Austin Allen's on 15 rosters, Billy Hamilton's on 14 rosters, you know, Phil Maton's on 11 rosters, Magnus Sierra's on 11 rosters, Pat Fialca's on 10, John Means is on 10. Like, you know, there's a bunch of teams, you know, there's those guys on double digit teams, but then like you, you, know, you kind of, I'm scrolling down the list here and like, there's a ton of guys that are only on one team, a ton of guys that are only on two teams. So it's interesting how this two year, set of cards has kind of opened it up to where you know you, not everyone's using the same same handful of guys
1: yeah i mean you know i don't think we'll ever have a set like this again like covid put it to I, mean, I hope not yeah i know that means there's another pandemic or something crazy um so that's kind of allowed people you know you have guys like the rock stars uh he went all out on speed and it was really hard to do in the past, to be honest, because speed's expensive. And then on top of that, you have to find people who have good cards for a speed team. You can't just trot out all these fast guys with nine uh, nine batter outs and walks up till 13. And that just doesn't work. Like, he had enough options where he was able to, to put together that fit because of all of this. Um, but then, I mean, you look and you said Billy Hamilton was on. 14 rosters well that was the 20 version he has a 21 version and that was on six rosters so Billy is on 20 of 28 rosters or yeah 20 of 28 rosters so um he is by far the most popular player and he would have been and his 21 card would have been on more rosters if you could double roster him because cheap (laughs) speed is just the best like it's hard to it's hard to beat a 19 speed off the bench and and all that um, with, with you, which, which card did you, there were two, I guess there's two ways I want to go with this. Which card were you surprised was on very few rosters and which card were you surprised was on a lot of rosters?
0: Um, look at the top here for the most. Um, I was kind of surprised as many people went the four slash five inning pitch starters as they did. Um like, obviously, Paul kind of brought that meta to the forefront last league uh, by winning the league. Um, but I was surprised that, like, Tony Gonzalan is on nine rosters. Um, I also hate him now because I faced him my first three games and lost to him twice. Um, <laughs> so I'm sure that's, you know, perhaps that's biasing me a little bit. Um, but yeah, I think that those two, you know, that and then uh, Julio Uresis, um like, he's five inning, there's a four inning guy as well. Uh, he was on eight rosters. So those two guys kind of stick out the most. I mean, like you said, Austin Allen, Billy Hamilton, and Billy Hamilton, like, that kind of, you know, that's not at all surprising to me. Um, scrolling down, looking at some of the 2 and one guys, um, I don't know. Like you said, it's just so hard. There's so many players now that it's a lot easier to, um, you know, have a nice spread of them, but...
1: Yeah, the one that sticks out for me is Babe Ruth. So he was the belle of the ball in, um, in last year. Yeah, that is true. Hour, and He's on one roster, and it's on actually a new manager's roster, um, which not just a fun fact, not a point one way or the other. Um, but, you know, he's on one roster after being on quite a few last session. Um, and then, oh, who did I just see? So there were a couple other ones that I just saw on the one list. Um, uh, Ken Griffey, not not junior, but the actual Ken Griffey, uh, Chris. Senior, Bryant, yeah, a senior Chris Bryant, Stan Musial, they all have Trevor Story. I, I think I see on there, uh, and they all have fun cards. And there, there's just so many choices where you know we're struggling with that. The card that I saw that was a bit shocking. So there's a couple. Um, so Ketel Kettle Marte is on eight rosters, which he was one of the catalysts of Paul's team. That won the league, but I, I was a little bit shocked to see him as, as really the most prominent batter. You know, we have Billy Hamilton, we have bench players with Machin and noose um, and all that. Um Noose gets two cards. So he might be cheating, but, um, but kettle Marte was up there um, as like the most prominent batter, which, you know, the next closest big batter would kind of be Sean Murphy or Sam Hilliard or Max Muncy they're all kind of down there at five like he's I was a little shocked like he's on my team so I like him I think he's great Uh, another one that was weird for me up there too was kind of like James Pezos and Brandon Kinsler. like they're both on seven rosters which is a quarter of the league and I know they're good they're both lefty five uh, uh, Pezos is a lefty five command and Kinsler's basically a mirror of him but like you know those guys just being on just a lot of rosters like they're kind of boring cards, and I don't mean that in a bad way, but, like, you know, they, they don't have command bonuses. They don't really have anything special. They have positive clutch, but, you know, and that's just kind of a, something that kind of stuck out where people – you can see people were focusing on something because there's a, definitely a focus, too, on people using bullpen icons because we have a ton with these giant sets, and there are a lot of people that have the hold and the K icon in the bullpen to use Setup Man too. Um, and that's that's kind of one of
0: the, the recurring metas that we're seeing right now. Yeah, the, the other name that stuck out to me that didn't get used that much is Bartolo Colon. Um Which one? Only, only two versions of him were used, uh, which was kind of surprising. Uh, one of them was used quite a bit. His 17 card was used five times, and then one of his other cards, I believe, was only used one time. Um, but it was just kind of surprising because the we had the whole Bartolo Cologne set, and so, you know I think there was what twenty something versions of him, and so um, yeah the '07 card one of them was used. So yeah, I was just kind of surprised that um, more of him because like there's just so many different options. That you could use. That, that it's kind of surprising. Only two different versions made it. But.
1: Yeah, and they kind of fit a bunch of price points too. Like the one I got used the most was the 100.1, but there's a couple that were like just under 200 points, I think, and then there were some that were like 500. So yeah, that is a bit shocking that um, he didn't get on on more rosters because he has a he had some just choices. Like you think you just throw it at the wall and it would stick, but I guess not. Yeah. Um,
0: okay. I'm going to ask you this then, uh, you know, a couple of games in, how are you feeling about your roster?
1: You know, honestly, I don't know. Um, and you know, the worst part about these leagues is the overreaction that I do. I don't know if everybody else does it, but I lost the first game to the Neptunes three to one. And I was asking people if I had messed up my roster, and if I was going to win a game, part of it was in jest, but, um, and then I won the next game and I walked off on uh, Dan Quisenberry against the NOCO, so I don't even – I don't know. I, I feel like I have a team that should do well, but there's so many unknown variables and, and and everything. I I got burned bad at the end of the playoffs last year where I think I lost an eight-run lead or something crazy, and so I went a lot heavier on bullpen. So hopefully that helps stop those issues. But honestly, right now, I – don't have any idea on what to expect with my team. I think it, it's a team that I like to play with. It has enough speed. It has enough um, on base and, and low outs on the offense. And then it has enough pitching where I think it'll do well, but I don't know, man, but I'm just guessing at this point. So what about <laughs> you? What do you think about yours?
0: Um, yeah, I mean, I feel like I'm in the same boat of, there wasn't any immediate regrets. Um, like I so said, I'm one and two, but um I very – and this is going to sound funny to say because you're gonna be like, oh, of course, Matt. But, like, I could very easily have been 3-0. Um, but for me, I think it's more I'm looking more at my coach selection and my strat card selection uh, more than my what I've rostered because I feel like um, I built the team for exactly what I want it to do. And so if it doesn't succeed, it's more of the meta I was going for – didn't work more than I, you know, didn't execute. Right. Like I feel like I nailed exactly what I wanted to do with the roster. And so it's just a matter of like, will it does it does it work or not? Right. Um, So yes, right now I'm just looking, like I said, there's a good chance I'll be replacing two of my coaches and I've really been kind of uh, digging through my strat deck and swapping things out and kind of seeing kind of what works best
1: right now. Yeah, I think that. Well, first we need to mention there's a new league website. It's ClutchOnlineLeague.com. Um, the old website is no more. Um, it it kind of got lost in uh, the shuffle and being able to update it and everything. So we have a new league uh, website, which is great. Uh, didn't mention that. But yeah, I, I the beginning of the league is always interesting to me because you people since where you don't have to have a set strategy deck. Um, people change their teams and teams that were bad at the beginning of the year have figured something out at the end of the year. And so I try to bank as many wins as possible early before people figure out their teams, because it's just easier to win. And it doesn't get any easier as people start seeing what strats work for them, watching other games on the field and seeing what happens and, and adding a card to their deck that they didn't think about talking to other managers. I mean, it's, it's hard, it's hard to win. And um, it gets harder as the season basically goes on so i I try to bank them all up and I got one I got another game on on this coming Monday that hopefully I can I can get a second one in and start getting a, a trend but yeah um these these early games are tough to tell and trying to hone in your deck and go what you're looking for um yeah
0: Garrett Cole's uh line score from this one game he pitched kind of sums up my season i so far for me. Garrett Coley pitched six and two-thirds innings. He, had, he gave up seven mistake pitches. I said that right. He gave up seven mistake pitches, and he allowed two runs. So I, if you can figure that out, cool. Um, <laughs> and then, you know, my first starter, Jake Arrieta, he pitched a complete game and had 19 strikeouts and gave up a run. So, um, yeah, been a little all over the place so far. But um, – <laughs>
1: Yeah, so which um you know we could let's talk about some of the metas and some of the individual builds that we're seeing and, and everything. So obviously you mentioned it a little bit outside of really your team, everybody went five inning starting pitchers, and we kind of know why. There's you know it's a little bit of the salary issues and just the way baseball is going in general. That most of the good options are five innings pitched, and so people loaded up on bullpen and that's why robin early a robbie erlin was on what eight nine rosters he's on eight rosters and people trying to use that as a bridge so i see that uh, but hitting wise i don't know what the meta really is right now it's even with these pitching kind of lining up i don't you you've faced a little more with your your big pitching but um seeing where people are going with their hitting so what are you seeing with that
0: yeah, I mean, to your point, it seems like, you know, the the low ending pitch starters, ton of bullpen is one meta. Um, speed is uh, another meta. And then I, with the batters, it just feels more of like a, um, how can I say this? Just like, you know, death by a thousand cuts or whatever, right? Like, you just have if there's if you have enough guys with enough icons and you, you can you maximize enough of your strats, right? Like I feel like people are just banking on you know the fact that, you know, you just be able to score enough runs, right? And I think it's interesting too because I and I think it might work in the sense that you have so many teams doing a similar thing with that that like there is so few good rotations like and I'm not even coming from this from an elitist like oh I got the best biggest rotation or anything but like if you kind of look through the rotations like there's so many mediocre guys like I was looking through my schedule and I like that I faced Tony Gonsolin three times and like listen I you know you you say what you want about four inning pitch guys like he is like a perfectly average pitcher right and then I also face um, I face Ivan Nova twice and John means twice and Matt Moore twice. Like none of those are like these amazing pitchers. like Matt Moore, you know, he's good, but like, you know, none of these starting pitchers I face really scare me. Um, but I almost wonder too, if it's kind of works out in the batter's favor in that sense of like, there's so many teams that loaded up on hitting that pitching. It's just, not good.
1: Yeah, I think there's a there's definitely two metas with the rotation. There's the guys, and I'm in this boat that went with good, better starters, not good. You know, you're in your own special class with your team, but there's outside of your big rotation, there are people who went with um, pretty good rotations. rotation. So I have Matt Moore, I have Brent Suter, I have uh, uh, Tyler Glassnow. Uh, you know, those are three guys that have really high uh, outs for, uh, they're either 18 or 19 outs. Uh, they have decent command. Uh, I spent a little money there. And then you have some people that just have like a hope oh, my rotations don't screw up three innings. And they have, you know, a bunch of one to three X guys. They have three command. They have 17 outs. They have bad back ends and, and that that's kind of the two recurring ones. And, and, um, and I'm in a similar boat where I'm facing a lot more of the, of the latter where I'm facing a lot of people who have uh, rotations that are, are just don't, don't lose me the game by that much. And hopefully I can catch up with my, with my lineup. Um, but yeah, that's where, that's, that's kind of what I'm seeing too, where that's, you know, those are the two prevailing pitching strategies. Um, and you're, you're right on the hitting. I think there's a lot of people that are, are trying to maximize what they get. You can get a pretty balanced lineup where, you know, seven, eight in your lineup has somebody and you're just like, how is this guy batting seventh in the lineup? And, you know, just kind of getting a free home, you know, bad roll, homer. That's kind of the point a lot of people went for instead of super high uh, on base and and everything. So uh, it is very curious uh, to see. We've got already some dogfights in some divisions too. So uh, the things – the weird thing with all this, like to separate point, is like the stadiums. Like, we have the stadium draft with everything, and it went down where one team ended up in the draft. You know, everybody else submitted stuff and they got something that they submitted trying to get before, and one team ended up in the draft. So we. Which least, is insane. Yeah. That's
0: crazy. And also, too, it was like, not, not only that was like, I, and I could be wrong here, I don't have it in front of me, but it felt like at least, like, or maybe almost half the managers got their first choice too, Um, if not half, like a quarter, like a good percentage of people got their very first choice too. Like I was just so shocked to see how that played out because in the last couple of years, you know, there was always, you know, a handful of people that went into the draft and then, you know, another handful of people, you know, kind of got their second or third pick. And then there would be just a couple of people that got their first pick. So that was shocking to me as well.
1: Actually, there were 25 of 28 that got their first pick.
0: Wow. Yeah, that's insane.
1: And I I know some people – So and for people who aren't on the Discord and may happen to stumble across this, so you get to submit um, up to 10 choices um, if – and we only let four duplicates go since we only have 30, I think, two stadiums with, like, some of the LEs and stuff that were – oh, those aren't eligible. I don't know. We had, like, 30 or something stadiums, so we wanted to have um, enough – that um, we didn't really force people to take some of the some of the ones that may be a little less of power unless they wanted them. So, um, and everybody submitted some. Um, we had four duplicates, which if any more than that would have been a – we would have had to figure out something. And then, yeah, New York, um, the, the New York A stadium was the one that had three managers selected, and then two of those managers got their – one of them got their third, one of them got their fifth choice – And then the other guy was the mid one. So he got, and he actually ended up with it. Um, Imperial's got the stadium he wanted. So actually really 26 of 28 got their first, uh, their first choice stadium, which some, you know, not everybody's going for like the Toronto's and the Atlantas, which is nice. Some people were playing the game where they settled for Miami or, um, Nashville or Buffalo, and they were okay with that. That's what they wanted. They didn't want to go into the draft. So it was it's always really fun to watch the process. And, uh, and to see and, and to know that like the stadiums are close. They're they're not. There's a couple that are better, and there's a couple that are not as not as good. And but they all kind of you can build a team around it right now, which is a really cool place to be for the game.
0: Yeah, I would agree. So uh, that it'll be exciting to see how the season plays out. Um, I'm looking to uh, get my second uh, league trophy here, and uh, uh, like I said earlier, clutchbaseball.com. Um, Uh, Join us on the Discord, uh, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Um, We're constantly, if you join us on Discord, we're always leaking various things. Um, I didn't talk a lot about this because we're still kind of working through the process, Um, but there'll be leaks, some leaks coming up with the uh, Rocky Legends LE cards and the Hall of Fame cards as well. Um, So join us for that uh matt thank you for joining me yeah uh until next time until next time uh my goal is to be more frequent than i have been in the past year some may say that's a low bar to cross but hey i uh i'll take it
1: with your long legs
0: yeah yeah exactly uh listen gotta make it as easy as possible (laughs) and uh we'll see how things go uh thanks for joining me uh until next time uh may the dice god be in your favor